Hello, all of you humans out there, and welcome back to Relationships, the podcast where the journey always matters a lot more than the destination. Today, I want to talk about one million things at once, but I'll try and stick to I'll try and stick to distance. As simple as that. It's a huge word. It can be used in many ways, and right now. It's all about social distance globally, and that is not what I mean. I would like to take that one with a pinch of salt, because social distance, I find a little bit of a joke in itself. I mean, if anyone is sick, (laughs) having loved ones around is definitely beneficial. And there are other ways to protect yourself from a virus. Anyways, um, do what you feel is right at the end of the day. That's just my opinion. So distance within relationships, why would you even want to think about distance when you're in a partnership with someone? And if it's all about journeying together, why would distance all of a sudden be a thing? And I'm not sure if everyone has experienced this, but as far as I've observed and talked to my girlfriends and boyfriends, I do feel that almost everybody knows this um, honeymoon phase, as it's called, the first weeks, months, where everything is just so dreamy, perfect, and you're just almost addicted to each other. And it's just the best thing to be together. There is nothing else in the world that can replace that in those first weeks and months the so-called honeymoon phase, and I I think it's very healing because we are a little bit on a body self-made drug during that time, which is not stressful at all. It's called oxytocin, and it's the love drug officially, even by a psychologist, they call it the love drug. Um, Probably not every single one of them, but it is the slang word for that hormone. And it really, it's what makes you feel so incredibly happy in the beginning of these relationships. And also after, I mean, that's the hormone your body, the chemical your body releases when you feel that romantic type of love. And it's very exciting and again, very healing because we live in a stressful world and we have so much pressure on what we have to achieve and where to be on time all the time and everywhere. And it is a lot of pressure and we're not even aware of it most of the time. So there's a lot of cortisol, which is the stress chemical rushing through our bodies. And it can actually be quite harmful to the body on a long run. But that's, again, another topic in itself. So being in that honeymoon phase might actually really be like a balm for the for the soul for the body to regain some positive energy in a quite literal physical sense because it does raise your vibration into a one that is much higher you can measure these things in numbers and hertz do your homework if you're interested and um, that cannot be a bad thing Yet there is that moment after a couple of weeks, usually six months, they say, those who have been uh, observing and defining the honeymoon phase, which just really is a thing and it's okay to accept that. Again, it is a beautiful thing. 
just as much as it is shocking when then after those six months everything becomes a bit more realistic there's this drop in yeah realism where not everything is such a fairy tale anymore and you see the person you're with you're entered a partnership with a bit more clear and you also get to see some challenges they're facing maybe some characteristics that are not the most enjoyable but who doesn't have them nobody is perfect that is just a fact and so what to do with that it is um a very unpleasant moment it almost feels like oh what the hell did i get into and you feel like you fooled yourself and i guess it is important to not let that chain take over once that honeymoon phase kind of ends and turns into a more mature phase and it's like growing up you know it's it's not bad to not be a child anymore and just play all day it just it takes some time it's like the teenage phase of your life. <laughs> you're after the honeymoon phase entering like a teenage phase of your relationship where you're still a bit in resistance to the changes because everything was so idyllic before or you perceived it as perfect fairy tale idealistic uh, scenarios, which they probably weren't in the first place. And now you're stuck with a um, not so good version. and. Yeah, like a teenager, you know, you get a bit rebellious, you get a bit, uh, and whether you communicate that outwards or not, but it is so important to, yeah, basically dig into that feeling, and that's where distance comes in. Preferably, you would manage to imply some distance during your honeymoon phase, but since that is exactly a challenge in those first six months and you really, really crave to get to know each other and spend time with each other. Maybe it's just okay to let that happen and then be aware of the mature phase and be ready for it and allow some distance in that moment if you haven't been able to allow some distance before in a healthy way, in a conscious way as well. It's okay to be conscious about it and talk about it. You don't have to make a plan, but just be aware that yeah, pink clouds, they don't exist. We call them that for a reason. And yeah, distance can help us to identify our emotions, be okay with the change, adapt to the change into the more mature phase of the relationship and really look into that mirror that you're presented with because that's also what relationships really are. There's a reason you connect more with some people than others. And there's a reason you start a relationship with someone. It is because you can relate to them to a certain extent. And as much as it's nice to have things in common, it's also nice to have opposites because it's, yeah, apparently it's attractive. And it also makes you learn more. So it is nice to have things in common, but also nice to be different. And therefore, you most likely will end up with people that will mirror certain things within you. And since we are living in this unbalanced world, most of us are quite unbalanced. And the only way to bring that balance back is taking time with yourself on a very sincere level, not just watching a movie and distracting yourself with something else, but like really just being with yourself, almost meditating, 
if you want to meditate, you do that. But if you just want to sit in the park and gaze and just feel into your feelings or even just lie down on your couch or your bed, listen to some music in the background, don't make it the main attraction, like really make yourself the main focus, the main attraction. If you do want to do something, still try and focus on your inside, go inwards. It's such a um, difficult thing these days for us to do because it's not something we're told from a young age, quite the opposite. We're told to go and get it done, to go and get that job, to go and get that career, to go and get that pair of shoes. And it's always a bit of a go and get stuff attitude in life. Um, yeah, but balance doesn't just come by achieving. Balance comes by being okay with even bumpy roads in life. And relationships, again, give you a great mirror to look into your own feelings and maybe the things you're bothered by in a partner after the honeymoon phase, when the mature phase enters. Maybe there are certain parallels to yourself there but it takes a lot of time to know how to feel into that and that's why it should be a regular thing in your life to spend some moments with yourself throughout almost every day actually and just because every day new things happen so you want to make sure you don't swallow your emotions in a sense and just have them sit there and not be taken care of because that's all they really want. Anger just wants to be taken care of and not swallowed down. The same with sadness and every emotion. But yeah, the deeper an emotion goes, the more it wants to be taken care of. And if that's not done, it will create an imbalance and it will create reaction towards situations in life that are going to cause a chain reaction and it just will cause more and more imbalance. And if you want to have somewhat of a honeymoon phase in your mature phase of the relationship and throughout the rest of the relationship it is very possible but it is a little work too love wants to be seen for what it is and so do all your emotions so it's a little work in that sense but it's a lot different than you know going to a paid job because this is actually for your highest good it's for your it's for your best it's like winning in the lottery taking care of yourself and going inwards and making sure you are getting as close as you can to an inner balance is really like winning in the lottery because you will have you will be so strong you'll have like a warrior suit for this world you'll be able to handle all the circumstances around you and it's not like i am able to do this but i know that the more i do my inner work the more i take care of my emotions and my hurts and also the good moments, just embracing them really fully. The more I do that, the more I'm okay with circumstances around me not always being ideal. And that really makes life so much more enjoyable, even though things aren't always perfect, which they never will be, even with the best amount of balance in yourself. Life circumstances won't necessarily always be top-notch, but your mood towards it will be somewhat top-notch so i hope you understand what i mean with distance it's not about icing each other out showing each other a cold shoulder quite the opposite it's just about taking care of yourself so that you are even actually able to take care of someone else in the first place 
and yeah nothing to do with the social distancing go and hug everyone you want to please and have a lovely day bye bye